You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,153. As an accomplished presenter and trainer, Laura Ledoux helps empower her audiences and clients to take the next steps in their personal and professional development. Not only does she lay out strategic plans, but also ensures people avoid costly mistakes. Laura, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Hi, Rick. Thank you so much for having me. It's I, an honor to be here. I should say welcome back. Yes, you right? should. Because you right. are a repeat guest. All too rare repeat guests, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we don't do that very often here, but we brought Laura back for a very specific reason. But before we get to that, let's start by just saying, asking you, do you have an interesting story about your professional path that brought you to where you are today, Laura? And would you be willing to share it with our audience? I would. Thank you for asking. So I call myself a recovering lawyer. I practiced law for over a decade in New Orleans and also in Chicago. Mm. I moved back to my home area of Orange County in 2008. And throughout that time, I've done a lot of different things that I've really enjoyed that led me on my path to, to get back here, which is providing holistic strategic planning services for small businesses. And I did that just through continuing to consult over the years while I was teaching at local colleges and universities. And this whole business model evolves out of my law practice that I had in Chicago where I represented small businesses and I was one of, in fact, the only attorney that I knew in the Chicago area that was providing a holistic approach to business. So now that I'm not constrained by the law practice, I can provide a holistic strategic plan for my clients that helps them look at culture, HR, onboarding, risk management, compliance, and all the different moving parts. I, I, I had a friend recently tell me that I'm kind of like the general practitioner for a business. Okay, And then I can refer them on to specialists, whether those are attorneys or other consultants that specialize maybe in sales training or other different things that they might need. But I give them a foundational holistic roadmap to optimize their uh, revenue and their next level. So before I go on to ask you to tell me who you do this for, kind of your niche, why do you do this? Why is this the right approach to help small businesses from your perspective, a holistic approach? Well, there are two reasons I do it. Number one, small businesses are the lifeblood of our economy, and they are the largest employer in the United States. And so that's why I have a passion for small businesses in general. And I was raised by a small business entrepreneur who's still in business, Hmm. and that was my dad. And why is that the right approach? Because a lot of companies that are in a growth phase, which is really part of my niche, have been focusing on revenue. They've been focusing on sales and marketing. They haven't really been paying attention to a lot of blind spots that are percolating in the background that might come back to bite them in the revenue because they haven't paid attention to them. So when I can look at everything from a holistic kind of bird's eye view, I can really help them understand what it is that's blocking them from Mm. achieving their next level. And it's a customized solution that identifies whatever their next level is and then helps them achieve a holistic solution to making that happen for them. So when you use the, and we're talking with Laura Ledoux of Ledoux Consulting, if, when you use the term holistic with your clients, prospects, do they 
understand or do they go in a different direction thinking holistic medicine or something else? Do you know what I'm saying? Nobody has gone in that direction okay. with me. I think that holistic is a wide and widely known term at this point that really just means looking at the whole thing. Okay. So what it means is that I'm at that bird's eye view. I'm looking at everything on the whole and whatever here is impacting this over here and how can we synergize everything. Good clients for me are people, if you ask them, you know, what's your culture and you get that kind of deer in the head lights look or what's right. your legal strategy and you get that deer in the headlights look those are the people that could benefit most from my services because I can look at all of that and synergize that and come up with a comprehensive plan that will serve the business holistically so you maybe have answered the question that I plan to ask you which was you know what's the niches that you and mark key markets that you focused on is there more to that answer than what you just gave me? There is a little bit. So I am focused specifically on small businesses with up to 250 employees that are in the tech field, retail, wellness, and education. Those are my target markets. And any company that's that's kind of at the end of a growth phase or just at that sort of stuck part of their business, they don't really understand what's preventing them from moving to the next level. That's somebody that I can help identify those blind spots that are really there that are um, preventing them from moving forward. Okay. So if that's who you help, what makes your service special and unique? How do you differentiate Laura Ledoux Consulting from somebody else's consulting who might say something similar to what you say? Most of the companies that I found, which are very few, that offer a holistic approach are really focused more on the HR side. And while much of my consulting practice does focus on the people, because of my background as a licensed attorney in Illinois and Louisiana, I can bring a little bit more depth into the onboarding process, making sure that the correct agreements are in place, helping them do employee handbooks and things like that, looking at their overall legal strategy. How is that legal strategy working with sales and marketing, which is usually a small business's number one focus because right. they want to bring in revenue, right? right? So I want to help them not just maximize that revenue, but also protect it. Mm. And so when you look at all of the moving parts and culture is a big part of that because as we're finding with the younger generations now more and more they want to feel engaged in the business they want to feel like they have some sort of emotional investment they want that higher purpose as part of what they're doing they're much more consciously capitalistic than their predecessors and so when we help them feel that engagement they naturally want to achieve more and then we help upper management as part of the consulting, I help upper management identify not just strategies to maximize revenue, but strategies to retain that revenue. And part of that comes with employee retention, because mm -hmm. if you're keeping your employees and you don't have to constantly retrain them and then they get promoted, the company is saving a lot of money by just holding on to them. So it's a little bit more than just the people, because I'm looking at culture, compliance, risk management, revenue retention. Those are um, very different parts of your brain. <laughs> they might be, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, the compliance and the risk management, that's not always the same part of your brain that is the emotion uh, and the culture and those those things. So you're, what I think I hear you saying is you're bringing your professional training as an attorney into helping businesses look at their business in a more wide-ranging aspect. Because you probably can see risk because, unfortunately or fortunately, attorneys are trained to eliminate risk. Yes, that's right? exactly right.
So, and, and it's funny that you bring up those used different parts of your brain. Cause whenever I take those left brain, right brain tests, I'm uh-huh. always right down the middle Oh wow! because I kind of have one foot in both. And so it gives me a really unique ability to look at a company and look at all of the moving parts. And I have all those people skills and leadership skills from doing all the presenting and training and teaching that I've done. And then I've got that left brain legal side, which a lot of people don't even realize that legal practicing law or looking at legal issues is actually an art and a science. Oh, really? Yes. And even though I'm not licensed to practice law here, I can work as a paralegal and then I funnel all of, you know, I can draft documents. It's much more cost effective for Mm. uh, my clients. And then I have an array of attorneys that I work with that will sign off on those things that are licensed here. And then if they need more involved work, my clients will now have a relationship with that attorney. So it's a great benefit for the small business as well. So so one of the things that I know about you, because I do know Laura, she is my friend, in addition to being a radio show guest today here on Critical Mass Radio Show. And actually, she is our 1,467th guest that's ever been on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast Woo-hoo. is that, you, that you're an instructor as well at college-level coursework. So can, we, can I ask you a little bit about that experience? Sure. I'm off script a little bit, but why do you do that and where do you do that? I teach because I love teaching. Okay. And I love empowering and educating. That's part of my brand. My brand is empowerment, education, and fun. And those are the deliverables that I strive to bring into anything that I'm doing, whether it's public speaking, teaching, consulting, peer advising, facilitating peer advisor groups, whatever aspect of my business that I'm working in, that's what I seek to do. Our young people need to be empowered in the workforce. And so I get to give back a little bit by teaching. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy it. So this semester, I'm teaching paralegal litigation at Coastline Community College in Newport Beach. I also teach advanced career skills in business law at Concordia University in Irvine. I've taught all the real estate salespersons licensing classes at Mount Sac and Fullerton College. And I've also taught business law and business communication at OCC. Wow. That's a busy schedule. Yeah, but that's why I'm only doing one this semester. (laughs) Two. No, just one. Paralegal. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm at Concordia. Yeah. Later in the year. Okay. Yes. So there you go. So not only is she a capable consultant, she's also teaching young minds, or maybe, I don't know, maybe not young minds, depending on the All different ages of minds. I have a very diverse group, especially at the community colleges, which I love. Uh I love teaching different people from different cultures and different backgrounds, and it it, it opens me and expands me, and I always learn more from my students than I think I teach them, although they tell me that's not true, but that's how I feel. Oh, that's great. Laura Ledoux is here in our radio studio, and she's my guest here on Critical Mass radio show and podcast. So I I wanted to get into this idea of conscious capitalism and how you've gotten uh, involved in that movement. So can you share a little bit about your history with it and kind of your attraction to it? Sure. So I don't want to get too deep into conscious capitalism, but the basis of it is that it is a, a movement of companies that have a higher purpose for their businesses than just making money. And that is just a very basic definition of it. I'm very actually new to the term conscious capitalism. It's something that I've been doing in my business for the entirety of my career. And I have been an entrepreneur for most of my working life. It's something that I've taught in my business law classes, business ethics classes. It's been, you know, an underlying thread of everything that I've done. And it was only just recently that somebody in our um, 
in our local community here that that used that term conscious capitalism and I said what do you that this is like a thing and so I was excited to find out that what I've been you know what's been the philosophy of my business is actually like a thing and now I'm reaching out and finding other business owners and consultants and businesses that I can tap into and help that are part of this movement so Mm -hmm. it's really I'm grateful to her for sharing that with me because it's really opened up what I'm doing a lot Okay, and so you were organically came to it, and then you recognized that there's a movement that you can be a part of, right? Exactly. And, and so what, what does that mean as far as what you're doing as far as business development, and the, uh, you're such a talented person. What else are you doing that we haven't talked about that you may want to share with our audience today? As, as a as business person yeah, or in business like, development? Know, I know you're building peer groups. I've heard that rumor on the street. Is that true? I think it is, okay. Rick. What is that about? That is about Rick Franzi. No, it's not. Critical Mass for Business Peer Advisor Community. Okay. Yes. And so I am facilitating peer advisor groups. What peer advisor groups are exactly what it sounds like. It's a, it's a group of peers that come together. In this particular case, it's small business owners. And in my particular case, for the groups that I'm facilitating, it's small business owners who have a higher purpose in their business than just making money. Mm. And we come together. We have different levels of commitment that we have within the peer advisor community. So based on what your revenue is, what your time commitments and time availabilities are and other financial um, obligations that you have, you can choose a level to come in and be with peers from businesses that might be similar to you or even better might be dissimilar to you and you come in and you get advice from other entrepreneurs that have a, you know, a similar feeling and a similar idea of what it is that you're doing. Because what we discover is that we're lonely at the top as solopreneurs or as entrepreneurs, even if we do have a staff. And so it's a place for people to come together and to not feel alone anymore. It's a confidential community where people can come in and feel safe to share whatever it is that they need to share, what's keeping them up at night in their businesses. Um, you know, how can how can they break through a particular specific thing that they're going through and we meet on a monthly basis and then they have access to a great community of entrepreneurs here in Orange County. And I've had personally great breakthroughs in my own business as a result of oh. being a member of the peer advisor community. Hmm. And why did you decide this was in addition to all the other things that you're doing? <laughs> why was this why did this feel like? the right thing to do at this time in your career? Well, again, I have that passion for small businesses. That's been a thread in all of my business pursuits, including my law practice that I had in Chicago. And I always want to do what I can to help small businesses because they are, as I said, the lifeblood of our economic system. And I think that's going to play true even more as we enter the gig economy. And I think, you know, the whole structure of our economic situation is changing and more and more people are becoming self supporting through their own entrepreneurial ventures. So I really want to continue to be a part of that. And of course, the Critical Mass community is a community that I've been familiar with for almost five years now. I've always been very impressed with the level of um, commitment that the community has to to each other and to what, what we're all doing as a uni- unified purpose. Mm-hmm. And so to have the opportunity to become a part of that was something that I couldn't pass up. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Laura Ledoux, I've got a few, thank you for that. I've got a few minutes left here and I have a couple more questions. So can you think of a time where you made a strategic decision and the outcome of the decision was either unintended or unanticipated by you? And if you can, would you share that with our audience, Laura? 
I will, and it's part of how I ended up sitting here in this radio studio okay. today. Awesome. Um, so at the end of 2017, I made a decision to leave all that crazy teaching that I was doing because I was literally pinballing all over the county and trying to keep my consulting practice going, and I was doing a lot of things and none of them to the level that I prefer to be doing things. And so I took a step back at the beginning of the year. I decided not to teach in the spring, and I just kind of asked the universe, you know, what's my highest and best use? Where can I be a maximum service? And so I took some time to just reflect on that. I took a couple of months to just really dig, dive deep and figure that out. And through that journey and through literal boots on the ground, you know, getting out there and meeting with people, I had I had intended at the beginning of the year, oh, I'll go get a W-2 job and see how uh-huh. that works out for me. And the universe laughed and said, no, no, dear one, we have a different path for you. Okay. And so literally between March and August of this year, boots on the round, uh, ground, getting out there, meeting meeting people face to face. I met over 800 people. Wow. And that was kind of my personal market research of what's going on out there and how can I be of maximum service and to to business owners and to to help them and this is where I landed. Wow. So that was definitely unintended when I thought I was going to go get, you know, like some job. And actually, when I started out, because I also have a postdoctorate degree in real estate law. Yes, you do. From the John Marshall Law School in Chicago. I thought I was going to get back into real estate, and then that was going to kind of be my focus. And while that is still part of my consulting practice, it's certainly not this big, you know, giant part of it that I thought. So, you know, just from being open and, wow. and listening and really just deciding where my niche was and 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 what could i do to really help the most Uh that's how i landed here well there you go a great example of serendipity uh how an unintended (laughs) consequence can be a positive one so i've got a minute left with you and i have two questions so my first one is your personal core philosophy that you're using to lead and grow both your practice but also that you bring to the work that you do with your clients can you we call it the guiding principle here on critical mass radio show do you have one, and can you share it? I do, okay. and I will. All right. It is called being a go-giver as opposed to a go-getter, and I can't take credit for that term. Bob Berg is the author of The Go-Giver, who was actually a guest here on Critical Mass Radio yes, was, like a couple months of months ago. ago. Right, right. And I read that book a few months ago, and it absolutely, again, kind of like conscious capitalism just validated sort of what I was doing, but The Go-Giver really allowed me to take it to the next level. And so... Uh, it's really completely changed my life mm. and impacted my business and my deliverables in ways, again, unintended that I never would have anticipated. And the, the essence of it is I focus on what I can do for you and not worry about what you can do for me. And when I do that, whether it's having coffee with someone or helping someone in my consulting practice or helping a student or you know, whatever it is, helping someone in my peer advisor group, all of those things, when I, whenever I bring that to that philosophy in, which is most of the time, I'm mm-hmm. not perfect at it, right. things are magical. Wow. So I'm glad that Bob Berg's book and his series of books have had that impact on you, and I enjoyed having him on the radio show. If you're listening to us live here on octalkradio.net or maybe on iTunes as a podcast, iHeartRadio, one of the other, YouTube, one of the other platforms, you may want to search for Bob's interview to connect with what Laura and I were just talking about. Last question for you. How does someone get in touch with Laura Ledoux or learn more about your consulting practice or these peer advisory groups that you're leading here in Orange County? 
Well, all of that information is available on my website okay. at www.lauraledoux.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-L-E-D-O-U-X.com. And you can reach me directly at area code 714-470-6782 or email me at lauraledoux at gmail.com. Yeah, that second A can screw you up in your emails. <laughs> Believe me, when she and I first started connecting, reconnecting this year, I was dropping the second A, and your emails kept bouncing. And I'm like, it's right! But I missed the second A. Thank you for that. Or you can just contact me on my phone or right. through the contact yeah. page on my website. LinkedIn? LinkedIn. You love LinkedIn? LinkedIn You're Laura is, Ledoux there too, right? Yes. No, yes. Just no? forward slash Laura Ledoux. So yeah. LinkedIn.com forward slash Laura Ledoux. Well, the time has flown. I'm excited to have you on the program, not only on the radio show, but also on our live stream on YouTube. People, hey, hi! hi. And, uh, and I want to thank you for being a friend of the show and a part of the Critical Mass community. Thank you. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. I'd also like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts, and the producers, without whom we couldn't do the show, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, let's start with LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 